Hello, this is Extreme Orange. Welcome to the Extreme Exchange. Today I'm going with my good friends from Primary School. Okay. Hello, this is Extreme Orange. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the second season of the Extreme Exchange. I hope you're ex- as excited as I am. Well, this evening I have Matthew and Minnie on the show. Uh, say hi. Hello. Hi. Yeah, so both guests have been here before, but Minnie's face may not be as familiar because, well, the episode that she started in did not air in the end. So Minnie and I have worked together before in a project to help children in Vietnam, and she's a multi-talented person who has a knack for starting starting small businesses such as the famous... Stuttering? Starting starting small businesses such as the famous Mini Bakes Mm. and the past uh, M Square. So do support her at Mini Bakes on Instagram. Now, Matthew is also another multi-talented friend of mine who has skills that range from basketball to softball and to computer science and coding, bro. Oh, shit! And also, you forgot where I graduated from, bro. (laughs) From Harvard itself. Bro, from Harvard. school of Harvard. So you know who you're dealing with in this video. (laughs) So, on the side, he runs a food account and you can go check it out at Fatuesque me. That is uh, doing this right now. F-A-T-T-H-E-W-S-K-E. <laughs> so thank you both so much for making the time to be here. It's our pleasure. All right. So I want to talk about how people are currently um, doing their part in, in helping social causes, for example. Um, I guess the, the, the main fields that people try and get into like you see people posting on instagram right it's, it's care for the environment um care for people who are in bad situations at the current time like the the israel palestine war for example um and then there are the people caring for women's rights and then there are the people caring for uh rights for the oppressed races and then there are the people caring for the LGBT community, right? So how do you think the work is carried out? So I would say like, how do you think people are trying to help right now? Okay, I realize it's quite broad, but uh, let's, let's pick one. How do you think people are trying to help with racism right now? Posting on social media. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's definitely one of, the, one of the larger ways. Uh, that and I guess people of our age uh, tend to help out. The question is that I have is, is it helpful? Do you think it's helpful? Um, posting mm, specifically this stuff? posting. Uh... Yeah, like if I sit down, take my phone, and I see a piece of news on Instagram, and then I put it on my story, and I say, guys. Uh, Look at this, you know, it's a, it's a, this is happening in Singapore, for example, right? How helpful do you think it is? I think it's a lot about collective effort. It's not about the individual posting, person posting. Mm. It's about like the fact that large groups of people post. And mm. it's, and I mean, while you could argue that, you know, like even changing one person's mind on a matter as important as like racism or like, um, say like climate change yeah might have like a big impact but I think mm-hmm. like the kind of impact that um, social media 
that the biggest kind of impact I feel that social media gives is like calling attention to problems which and like sort of forcing people in higher amounts of authority, people in power mm. to make the change that they want. Mm. So yeah, I think that's that's mainly it. So it's less about like um at least for me, I think it's less about the individual, the individual change or like the individual effort, but more of like what can be accomplished when many people do things together, which is what social media is known for. Mm. I think likewise there are like two fronts, right? To change. There's a uh, how's it igniting the change, and then there's also the effecting the change. Mm. So on, on igniting the change, uh, social media is very beneficial because of its connectivity, right? You are right, right, able right. to see the views and opinions of all these strangers around the world that you wouldn't be able to connect with without social media. And so the fact that all these people are posting the same thing, posting the same messages, if let's say you are a racist, it will get you to think, uh, if, uh, I wouldn't say racist, uh, if, if let's say you never thought about it before, it will get you to start thinking like, and it will ignite a change, you know, the, this possibility for change. Mm. But in terms of the front of effecting change, it's definitely not as um, effective as uh, a more personal approach, uh, like, mm-hmm. like education, more like, you know, talking to a friend, hey, mm-hmm. racism's bad, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that. Yeah. Right. Mine is instantly changed. <laughs> right, so you, you could say that... Um, that social media as in talking about social issues on social media is the the main function of it is to raise awareness right i mean everybody talks about raising awareness making sure that everybody knows that such a problem exists right but my sense is that maybe it also has it's like a double-edged sword because when you when you post um like when you try and raise awareness on your own platform right it kind of lets you stop there, you know. Um, you you post about it, and that's considered doing your part. Armchair activism. Wait, say that again. Armchair activism. Armchair activism. Oh, as in just like being a keyboard warrior. Hmm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I guess because it's so easy, right? It kind of promotes this this attitude of let me just do my part by posting it on my social media page and um and that's it and that's all i that's all i ever do right it it kind of reduces the 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 tendency to go out and actually do something that is like the effective portion that you that you mentioned about that do do you agree i mean is that i don't agree all right because I feel you have to look at the alternative. So if the if let's say social media didn't really exist as a tool for for um social causes, then like this this demographic of people, this group of people who are the kinds to just post and not do anything about it, hmm. without social media, it's not like they would have become activists. They would just not have done anything. Hmm. So I feel like. I'm not saying that what they're doing is enough. I'm just saying that it is more than what they would have done if social media wasn't a thing. From like just raising awareness to also encouraging um, more action. Because I've seen like recently, in the past year, there are a lot of <clears throat> campaigns that are like, oh, don't just share this. And then like, hmm. like you should talk to a friend or something like that. And like, then they, and also apart from that, they also include like links for you to, you know, to edit, like, links for you to, 
really take action uh, maybe donate mm. or stuff like that and so yeah la, it's better it's, it's definitely better than nothing mm. right okay do you think the the raising awareness part also has because I guess we we kind of said that that it's the igniting part right um, but I see that that when there is strong enough of a collective voice on social media there tends to be uh, an ability to to move the higher organizations like um, like just like how going out to the street to riot is a and, and protest is is a it's a method to get the government to notice. You can also do things like uh, start a... What's the name of the Paul thing? Is it a... Uh, Change.org? Yeah, yeah, Change.org, something like that. So they, they petition, they signed a petition. Um, and then if you have enough people who signed a petition, you can submit it and say, look, this is how many people actually want to change this thing. Mm. Yeah, and then, and then sometimes things do get done that way. So I guess that that is one of the powers like, that, um, that social media has. So now I want to think about some of the, the, the negative you know, aspects of that. Like what, like because there is definitely a, 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 an instance where social media and uh, trying to help people on social media devolves into something that is more corrupt and unstable. Right. And, and I mean, you see people fighting about things on, online and oh, this is wrong and that's wrong. And you're wrong. I'm correct. You know, and you're, you're just not being understanding and things like that. So I don't know where, where, where does it go wrong? It seems like it's like social media is this such a good thing. Right. Um, but clearly there are places where issues arrive, arise. So where do you think we've gone wrong? Uh, where do you think it, where do you think is the root, I guess? of the problem I think like as you said earlier it's a double-edged sword right so mm. it's not like social media is the reason why all these things are happening social media is an enabler of it like mm. it's an enabler of connectivity right like and an amplifier right an amplifier and so yeah. it amplifies the good things but it also amplifies all the conflict right. when there's sufficient um room for argument for, for two sides of an, of, a, mm. of, a, of, an, of, a, of an argument, right? Then the conflict, there'll always be a conflict like in, you know, maybe in politics or like a lot of things concerning liberals versus conservatives. There's a lot of uh, conflict that is amplified by social media, mm. religion also, race also. Right, because things are never so black and white, right? Like the, the examples that we give just now about, um, let's say raising awareness, right? Um, it, it's, it's not deep enough in a sense that it doesn't take into account the fact that most social issues are very contentious and both sides have sufficient grounding to stand on. So you, you wouldn't, it's very rare to find a, a, a cause that everybody backs, you know, and because of that, you will inevitably have two sides that are trying to, trying to, I guess, explain their way out of what the right course of action is. Yeah, so um, it seems to me like, like there is no good way to resolve this kind of conflict online because just as much as the other person has a voice, I also have a voice. 
and that voice is quite equal on i guess online right because who knows who i am who knows who you are and because both of us don't have any credentials to our name that means that both our opinions are equally valid you know and then yeah and then uh, trouble ensues la. so i think we have to look at like how social causes were fought for in the past before social media comparing it to now mm. so i think it's not true to say that like these kind of conflicts that we see today didn't exist in the past right it's just that because of social media you see it a lot more often a lot more people are involved mm. in the arguments and like but i feel like the kind of the kind of arguments and the intensity that it goes to it's not yep. something new mm. it's just it's just more in your face like you just know more about it because in the past if two people have a disagreement it's between them I mean, what are they going to do? Post in a newspaper about it? <laughs> like, it's only the people who are arguing and maybe the, their like, close relatives or like, close friends who know about this conflict. Mm. But now, conflicts are posted into public spaces which people can look at. Mm. So I don't think it's... I don't think it's new to have like this mm. kind of um, intense disagreements. Right. I just think... And I don't think that like, you, you... Like, social media is to blame or like really anything um, mm. is to blame for the arguments existing. It's just that they are more public now. I think that's really the only difference. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good point is that maybe it's it's not... Um, so it's not social media's fault, right? And it might actually be a good thing uh, that that all these things are trashed out online. Because maybe last time when when two groups of people have disagreements, they come at each other in alleyways with like guns and... Yeah, and fists, you know. that's how it was done last time yeah. back so, in the day. <laughs> so I guess when we, when we look at it now, right, we see, oh, you know, people are flaming each other online and calling each other names and, and it's such a bad thing. But if you think about it, last time people actually got hurt, you know, I mean, I mean, apart from the fact that your feelings could be hurt across the screen, um, <laughs> like, instead of people getting into actual fist fights, now it's just keyboard fights. And that was both. it's both. I mean, people used to go on riot, you know what I mean? used to go on fight, yeah. But I guess the, the vast majority of people who would have gone out to fight are now indoors typing. <laughs> and so maybe you could say that it's all contained in the online space and, and because of that, it's, it's not such a bad thing. Yeah, and, and one other thing was that um, I, I, I've been trying to reconsider whether all the conflict online is such a bad thing. Because, I mean, you could, you could argue that nobody really gets convinced of an opinion online, right? Um, but I believe that there is no difference whether it's, um, how do I say, that, that a person is just as likely not to be convinced if you speak to them in real life. It, they have to hear the right, the right argument before they will click. Do you, do you think so? Right, you seem to disagree. Like, just personally, I definitely would be more convinced if someone was talking to me, like, personally, because, like, in real life, because, like, you know, over, over a phone, right, you just read, then you're like, oh, these are just views, opinions that mm. I don't necessarily agree. But if someone's talking to you, right, if let's say the guy's a nice guy, or like, I mean, you even if he's not, you can see more of his like humanity. Right. You see, you know, or oh, an actual human being 
that has the same uh, similar rational thoughts as I do is believing this, Belie like believes this so strongly. So maybe I would give this uh, more we'll of a shot. We'll take it more yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah, it's just like evangelism, right? If you, if you read like people's comments mm. versus uh, someone actually going out to you and telling you the same thing, which one is like more convincing? Which one would lead you to take it into further consideration? Definitely, I mean, to me, it's the, the person that talks to you in real life. Uh. Okay, for me, I disagree. Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't Fantastic. Think I don't think it's the online or offline that matters. I get what he means. Uh, I think it's just that, I mean, if someone approached you with the same sincerity that they do, um, if a friend approaches you, it doesn't the medium doesn't matter. It's the manner of which mm. in which you try to approach or like convince people. And personally, I just prefer um, being approached online because it's safer. Like mm. if someone who disagree with me met me um like tried to convince me physically, like at least like, I'll, I'll be worried for my safety. Like, <laughs> like the like like those those people at the MRT who like try to like, they say like, oh do you have time to fill a survey? And I'm like yes. Then suddenly it becomes like oh do you want do you believe in God the Father? <laughs> and I'm just like no thank you. Right, right. Yeah, so I think it's, at least for me, I think online is a more welcoming platform because it's a lot safer. And mm. I think it's just the manner with which you like, approach people, which, which, okay. how um, receptive you are, not the, not the medium. I don't know, I, I think both are, are equally valid views to hold. Um, it's just, you know, we can, we can talk a lot about this, but I, I want, like, I should stress that the, the, the main reason I'm going at this is to find out what exactly we should be doing, right? Um, so I think the both of you, the, the, the underlying, um, like the, 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 you guys agreed on the fact that if you were approached nicely, then you'd be more likely to be convinced, right? So I think the thing we can all take away is that maybe when we're trying to convince somebody online, the despite the fact that you don't see the actual person in front of you, um, it's still important to, to, you know, write your messages out with care and as if you were actually talking to a person, right? And because, I mean, you're wasting your finger energy if you, like, just type a, a nasty comment or, or, like, with a sarcastic remark, like, oh, yeah, you don't even understand anything. Why am I even bothering to talk to you if you knew, like, that kind of thing, you know? So... Um, I think for one, we greatly underestimate the the power of being caring online. Being nice. <laughs> being nice online, right? It kind of seems like if you're nice online, you're just weak or you're just like like your point doesn't get across and you have to yeah. like literally scream at them in all caps and bold before like something will get through. But yeah, I think yeah, I think that's pretty I think if I if I can add, I feel like when when you're trying to think of like what tone you want to take when you're trying to convince someone who you disagree with, I think it's quite natural to know that take, like, speaking kindly is much better at convincing people. Mm -hmm. But I think the problem these days is like, why people get so aggressive because some somewhere along the line, a lot of people don't bother convincing other people, um, trying to like convince them. Instead, they're just trying to show that they're right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's no longer, a, hey, like, let me show you my opinion. It's, Hey, let me show you why you are wrong. Like, mm. I am right. So mm. it matters less that like it matters less like that end outcome of like whether they change their view or not. I think people, like, some more aggressive people these days, are just more concerned of 
other people supporting them and other people believing that they are right and whoever they disagree with is wrong, which isn't really the right mentality you should be taking if you actually want to change people or like fight for social cause. Hmm. I am a woman. Right, right. And I guess like one thing to bear in mind is that, you know, it's difficult to, to assume that you're wrong. You know, or, or assume that you may not have it right. You know, it's um, those are two different things, by the way. Um, so like, when when you, because in social issues, right, it's 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 often like super gray, like, you know, both the reason why there's two people, two the reason why there are two sides, is because there are equal or close to equal amounts of evidence to support both. And so that means that if you think that one view is definitely right, there's definitely something wrong with you. You know, so like, I guess the mindset that you should be having or going into these kind of conversations is that, you know, things are complicated. These are very complicated issues and it's not as simple as, you know, I'm right and you're wrong. Mm. And, and here's why I'm right. Yeah. So, yeah. And just to add something, right. I think it's, it's, um, the, the conversation between the two uh, sides is something that is extremely important. Um, as in the continual uh, mixing of ideas and, and explaining myself out to, to both sides, right? That's the thing that, that gets us the right answer. It's like um, if, if you're trying to... Oh, I just got a cool picture in my head. If blue and red, right, are both trying to figure out uh, what the right answer is and the answer is usually purple right neither side will get anywhere unless they take in a bit of the other Guys, my you guys are... orange is a, a genius. Dude, put that, slap that on the <laughs> on an Instagram post, man, with my face next to it. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah. Okay. Then. Thank you for watching uh today's uh, episode on uh, extreme exchange. Um, if you'd like to contact any of the guests today, either me or Minnie, the links will be in the description. And uh, Minnie. Uh, if y'all did not know, it's going to be running for the general elections in the year 2024. Uh, 2034, sorry, 2034. And she would uh, much appreciate uh, your support and your uh, votes. Uh, if you think that she's a suitable candidate uh, to be governing your country. If vote. you know that she's a suitable candidate. Yeah, if you know that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then uh, put the X on Min Yi Wong. All right. And that's a solid outro. I'll see you guys in the next episode of the Extreme Exchange. Bye-bye. <laughs>